is Diagnosis Glaucoma with your hosts, Dr. Mona Colleen and Dr. Harry Quigley. Okay, well, this is going to be part two of our discussion on cataract, and now we're actually going to discuss how cataract and glaucoma are interconnected. So how do cataracts impact glaucoma? That's a very big question. And Harry, I'm going to give you that question. We're going to start with the epidemiology. I mean, what we learned quite some time ago was that people who have glaucoma develop cataract at an earlier age. Remember, cataract is a fogginess in the lens of the eye. And there's actually no direct reason to think that the reason, the pathogenesis, the reason that cataract happens has anything much to do with the reason that glaucoma happens. There are essentially two things happening in the eye, happening to the same eye. Now, interestingly enough, my experience has been that the worse the glaucoma is in an eye, the more early in that person's life they're going to develop cataract. And the big question is, is it really just that the two diseases are running together or that the treatment for glaucoma is actually making the cataract worse? And I guess we're going to talk about that, but there's no question that there is evidence that each of the things that we do that are truly effective at blocking glaucoma from making you irreversibly blind cause you to be reversibly more likely to get cataract early in life. Now, the cataract's removable, but there, there's pretty good evidence that the eye drops, possibly the laser treatment we do, and certainly the surgeries that have been done for glaucoma for many years were associated with earlier in life development of cataract that then would later be taken care of. So you're saying that glaucoma treatment can cause a cataract? Yeah, it's associated with it. We don't really know exactly why. Some of the glaucoma treatments, if you wanted some theory about it, the fluid that moves inside the eye is like the blood supply to those tissues in the interior of your eye. You may know that the lens and the cornea of your eye have no blood supply to them because if they had blood vessels in them, you'd have to look through blood vessels to read the newspaper. And you wouldn't want to do that. So the way the interior structures of the eye were developed, the fluid movement, the aqueous humor that moves, is actually the blood supply to those interior parts of the eye. Well, that fluid movement is what we slow down when we lower the eye pressure with some of the glaucoma medications. So one theory is that by treating the glaucoma, by slowing down the fluid movement in the eye, we're actually decreasing the nourishing blood supply to things like the lens of the eye or the cornea of the eye and making it more likely that you get an earlier in life disorder in the lens or the cornea. Now, there's no reason to think that people would never have gotten a cataract if they hadn't had glaucoma treatment. That's just not true. But they probably get it earlier in life. And an important point is that glaucoma is irreversible, so you still want to treat it while a cataract is reversible. So even though, as we just mentioned, some of the treatments for glaucoma or having glaucoma can cause you to develop a visually significant cataract a little bit earlier in life, it does not mean that you should not get treatment for glaucoma. You should absolutely still get the treatment for glaucoma, again, because the vision impairment that you could develop from that is irreversible. We'll certainly have a podcast on stem cells. We get asked Probably every day I see patients, I get asked by somebody, can't you restore my vision from this damage that glaucoma has done? And at the present time, that's all animal research, but we're working on it. I had a conference just today with a group that's 
going after a big step in stem cell replacement, but it's going to be time. And until then, treat your glaucoma. That's going to be an exciting episode. That's a very hot topic. All right. So how can the presence of a cataract impact your glaucoma? Or actually, let me ask you another question. Harry, can cataracts cause glaucoma? Well, they can. And this is one of those unusual situations where not the average garden variety cataract, but one that has been there for a long time or that came from another cause. People who have a bad traumatic injury to the eye, you know, the baseball, the squash ball, especially a bungee cord whacking them in the eye, can get a lens that not only becomes opaque, cloudy, but it can swell. It can not only become opaque, but it dislocates itself and blocks up the movement of fluid in the eye, either by getting really big or being out of place. So those are two of the ways in which the lens can cause trouble. The lens can cause trouble too, a cataract that somehow begins leaking through the skin around the cataract. We talked earlier about the cataract being like an M&M. So imagine the, the skin of the M&M is cracked and the interior contents of the lens are leaking into the eye. So it's unusual. I would guess that you and I as experts see that once every two years or three years, but it does happen. So from point of view of open angle glaucoma, cataract that is very unusual can cause the problem. Now the same is much more common for angle closure or closed angle glaucoma. You agree? Yes, I do. And we've discussed that previously about angle closure and that one of the risk factors for getting a closed angle is the formation of a cataract. Cataract does occupy space in the eye, so as it grows, it can close off the drainage system. When we remove the cataract, we make more space in the eye so that fluid can flow in an equal way. And there's a really nice study that recently showed that if you have significant angle closure glaucoma, that is, it's an established problem with angle closure, that removing the lens of the eye is equally good to making an opening or a hole in the iris of the eye with a laser. So both of those are adequate treatments for angle closure glaucoma. And in fact, removing the lens may even have a little bit of a benefit over just doing the laser iridotomy because you're going to get a cataract later and you're essentially doing one-stop shopping, getting rid of the glaucoma problem and seeing better, hopefully, by removing cataract in angle closure glaucoma. We haven't talked a lot about children so far in our podcast. We will later on. But we should also mention that children who have cataracts and who have cataract surgery are at a greater risk for getting glaucoma. Well, I always love talking about children, especially my grandchildren, so we can talk more about kids. The kids who get cataract are probably getting something because of a genetic inheritance. Rarely a child, of course, with an injury gets a cataract, but that's a one-eye problem. But congenital or early onset cataract is a problem that is quite common. It is managed pretty well now compared to when I began my training a few decades ago. But that notwithstanding, kids who have had cataract surgery early in life are much more likely to wind up in Dr. Kaleem's practice or mine having their glaucoma be managed because extra problems happen, either because of their original genetic predisposition or because the surgeries that they have stress the part of the eye that handles water. 
All right. So how would you know if you had a visually significant cataract and how would it impact your glaucoma? Well, we all do that visual field testing once a year. So sometimes the quality of that test can decline if your cataract is really getting ripe enough. <laughs> so we've used the word ripe earlier or thick enough. So the field testing can be harder to perform. You may not get as good of a score on it, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's from glaucoma. It could be from the cataract. And your doctor, especially a glaucoma specialist, should be able to know the difference between if that field change is from glaucoma or from a cataract. But I must admit there are times when I can't tell. And glaucoma can also cause a change in that visual field test that looks like it might be from just diffuse cataract. And we take the cataract out and unfortunately, the defect in the field is still there. So it does help us a little bit that the patient is willing to have their cataract taken out because then that isn't part of our ability to see how well their glaucoma is doing. But it's not a good reason to go have cataract surgery so you can do a better field test. Correct. So as we just mentioned, the quality of the field test, it might change if you have a cataract surgery done, if that cataract was really thick enough. But when you go for the evaluation with your doctor, if you're considering having cataract surgery, you should have a discussion with them about how much they think that your vision might change. Sometimes it is hard to tell how much your vision is going to improve if you have glaucoma because some vision loss is from the glaucoma and some is from the cataract. Patients will say to me, well, are you going to be sure that I'm going to see better now that I have pretty significant glaucoma and a cataract if I have the cataract removed? And what I'm afraid I must tell them is that we don't know what's going to happen. We know it's possible your vision is going to be better. We know it's very unlikely to be worse. But an awful lot of the time, if someone has significant damage from glaucoma, their loss of contrast, that means that black and white have changed to gray and white, things look washed out, that can be due to the glaucoma, and it won't be improved by doing the cataract surgery. So it doesn't mean you shouldn't have cataract surgery, and it doesn't mean you shouldn't be hopeful, but very often, unfortunately, we hear from people with significant or severe glaucoma, oh, you know, I don't see any better after you took the cataract out than I did before. Of course, as we'll talk about, their pressure might be better. During cataract surgery, this can get a little technical, so we won't go into very many details, but we make an incision in the front of the eye and we use something that's kind of like a vacuum to remove the cataract. As we're doing that, your eye pressure can actually change. It can go up and it can go down. There is a machine that helps us to have an idea of what the pressure is inside your eye, and we control that. Some doctors, they will adjust the settings on the machine if you're an individual with glaucoma so that the pressure hopefully does not go up too much. There are sometimes doctors who will give you a medication intravenously to try to prevent an eye pressure spike, which can occur after cataract surgery. An eye pressure spike can also occur after a glaucoma laser procedure that you have in the clinic. So it may happen that your doctor orders a medication for you to take either before or after which you receive through an IV. And sometimes a doctor may change your glaucoma medication, your eye drops, before or after the surgery to try to keep your glaucoma controlled. 
during the healing period from cataract surgery. We're very careful about the eye pressure with you, but I think you can feel reassured that very short-term changes in eye pressure, either going down low for a period of days or high for a period of minutes to hours, is pretty well tolerated by most eyes. And experimental work that I've done in the laboratory and also clinical observations, looking at patients and what happens with them, the eye is pretty tolerant of short-term things happening. So we'll be all on top of the spikes, which is one of the reasons why you have to come back certainly a day or two after surgery and a week after surgery and three weeks after surgery to be sure that the eye pressure is behaving itself. All right. So here's a good question. Can cataract and glaucoma be treated at the same time, like in the same surgery? And the answer is yes. We often do combined surgical procedures to treat your cataract and your glaucoma, and there's lots of different options for different types of glaucoma surgeries that we can do. Cataract surgery is pretty standard in the way that we do it, but with glaucoma surgery, there's lots of different varieties. And the way that we determine which surgery we're gonna recommend for you is based on how high your eye pressure is, what your expectations are with use of eye drops after the surgery, how much field loss you have. Other things that I consider, I don't know about you, but Harry, I also consider things like a patient's lifestyle, how I think they're going to do with a certain surgery in the long term. I'll also think about things like the recovery time and what the patient's expectation is for the recovery time. I think of all sorts of things when I determine which combined procedure I recommend. I would say for the last 20 years, the most common combined surgeries that were done for cataract and glaucoma involved trabeculectomy, the operation that until very recently was the standby first-line surgery for glaucoma. And so if you talk about why would somebody have only cataract surgery if they had glaucoma too, or why would they have a combined cataract operation, trabeculectomy operation, the first consideration is that, well, I'm there anyway. It's one anesthesia. It's an extra 10 or 15 minutes to do the additional glaucoma procedure. And you might, in fact, the majority of people have many fewer eye drops. In fact, the majority are on no eye drops after they have the procedure. But if the cataract surgery by itself has, let's say, a one in a hundred chance that something bad enough to really need fixing happens, it's probably two or three percent, two or three in a hundred, if you add the extra glaucoma trabeculectomy surgery to the cataract surgery. So while the benefit is there, there's a little greater risk. And for some persons, they say, you know, I've been taking eye drops for 15 years. I want the lowest risk thing done that possibly can be done. I just want to have the cataract done and let's see how things go. Maybe the cataract, as we sometimes see, makes the pressure better. I mean, I need fewer eye drops. I'll still be on drops, so I'm not going to come off of them, but I'll be using fewer of them. The plus side, though, of doing it is if we get one of these high rises in eye pressure, a spike in pressure, and we've done trabeculectomy, we can immediately lower it right back down by adjusting the trabeculectomy operation afterward. So there's a little greater risk, but a little greater safety in doing the two of them together. And as Dr. Kaleem said, it's something that we want you to be involved in the decision as to which you want done. Now, if you leave it to us, we'll make the best choice for you. But I think that most patients these days want to hear all the ins and outs 
briefly explain and to know what they really want to do. So you don't have to have both of the procedures at once. You can have them different days at different times. If you're just comfortable with doing a cataract surgery and no glaucoma surgery, then by all means, that's just fine. But having a cataract surgery doesn't mean that you can't have a glaucoma surgery later on down the line. And having a glaucoma surgery doesn't mean that you can't have cataract surgery later on also. No burned bridges. So what do you think, Harry? Is it fine to have a glaucoma surgery after a cataract surgery? One of the oldest discussions, I've probably been on 10 panel discussions, where one group of surgeons said, it's best to do first the cataract and then later the glaucoma surgery, or the other way around. First the glaucoma surgery and then a year later the cataract surgery. And the other half of the debate said, no, no, it's best to do them together and get it over with. If you're the patient, what you care most about is what is my long-term result of what's going on? And as we've looked at never a true randomized clinical trial, but on the evidence of sequential first glaucoma, then cataract surgery versus the two of them together, by a year after completing either of those two sequences, the result's pretty much the same. The control of glaucoma is pretty much the same. The visual result is pretty much the same. If you had to wait a year to have your cataract done, then you had a year of not seeing as well as you ultimately were going to see. So having one operation instead of two sways a lot of people into doing it. Having a safer staged approach seems to appeal to some patients, and they're not making a wrong decision with their surgeon either. We'd love to do a randomized clinical trial of that, but they've never allowed us to fund it through the NIH. We've proposed it. In episodes 17 and 18, we will be discussing glaucoma surgery specifically. One more point that we want to make before we end this particular podcast is about the special lenses that we discussed in the last episode. We talked about the multifocals and the toric lenses. We also discussed something called monovision and the standard lenses. So as a glaucoma patient, are you eligible for a special lens? The answer is yes. If you're going to have a glaucoma and a cataract operation together, then you will want to talk to your doctor about which of those specialty lenses they recommend. Because as the pressure in your eye changes, the refraction can change a bit also. So those are just things to set in your expectations with the discussion. Yeah, Mona is absolutely right. The person who's just got cataract and is considering whether to use one of the specialty types of lenses has one set of questions. When there's glaucoma involved, and especially when there's extra glaucoma surgery involved, it becomes much more difficult to predict exactly whether buying and implanting a specialized lens where you're really wanting to hit it exactly on the nose for what the new glasses or lack of glasses is going to be, that's really much more difficult to predict with glaucoma. So we don't tell people not to do it, but we tell them that they're in much riskier territory in terms of whether the result's going to be exactly what they would like. Well, that's going to end this episode on cataract, although we'll probably have some more discussions later on. We love your questions and your feedback, so if you have any, then please see our website, www.diagnosisglaucoma.com. You can also find us on Instagram or on Facebook. 
Please submit any of your questions or anything you'd like to tell us, whether it's about cataract, glaucoma, or just really any eye condition. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, your mom says take your drops.